Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'm going to be joined by John Nemo, and we're going to talk about how to use LinkedIn messages to get more qualified leads and sales. John shares a really cool system that I think you're going to love. By the way, I'm at Stelzner on Instagram and at Mike underscore Stelzner on Twitter. And if you're new to this podcast, be sure to follow this show so you don't miss any of our future content. Let's transition over to this week's interview with John Nemo. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by John Nemo. If you don't know who John is, he's a LinkedIn marketing expert. His agency is Nemo Media Group, which helps coaches, consultants, and small business owners with done-for-you LinkedIn lead generation. He's also the author of LinkedIn Riches, How to Use LinkedIn for Business, Sales, and Marketing. And John is also the host of the Nemo Radio Podcast. John, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? I'm so excited to be here, buddy. Thanks for bringing me back. I'm super excited to have you today, John, and I are going to explore how to use LinkedIn messages to sell. Now, John, there's a lot of people listening today that are like LinkedIn messages. Okay, you got me. I'm a little interested, but I would love to hear from your perspective why what we call direct messages on other platforms or private messages, why this is so important, why LinkedIn messages are so important, especially for those who are not actively utilizing LinkedIn messages. What are they missing out on? Yeah, great question. And, you know, having used the platform since 2012 to generate leads and, and you know, get sales and everything and all the different features that are on LinkedIn, I have a very simple phrase that all your you know listeners can remember. It's the money is in the mailbox. That's it, man. The money's in the mailbox on LinkedIn. And what I mean is you if you do nothing else on LinkedIn other than having a good profile page and using one-on-one messages, you can do five and six-figure sales. And that's literally all you need to do. And why is that? You know, because last I checked, Mike, you cannot deposit likes or shares or comments in your bank account, <laughs> but you can deposit dollars. Well, how do you get dollars? You have personalized one-on-one conversations, belly-to-belly, person-to-person. And LinkedIn's one-on-one messaging platform, it's so robust, there's so many features, and it's so easy to now get instant access to the exact decision-maker you want to talk to and talk to them one-on-one. You don't have to publish a post and hope they comment and hope they like and hope they find you. You can go straight to the person you want to talk to, engage them one-on-one, and obviously move that prospect as we'll talk about into, you know, a sales conversation. And that's really why, you know, people get so intimidated by LinkedIn. There's so many features and things and posts and ads and, 
you know, articles of what do I do? And it's like, ignore everything. If you just use messages, you can win a ton of business on the platform. I like that. And I do get a lot of messages and frankly, a lot of them are spam and a lot of them are garbage. And we're going to talk about a strategy today that's not spam and not garbage, right, John? Because obviously, if you just stop the podcast right here and start messaging people, that's not going to necessarily work for you, right? Because people do that across Twitter. They do it across Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere, right? But it's only, the money's only in the mailbox if you follow the strategy. I mean, is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're all inundated with it. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk has a great phrase. He said, marketers ruin everything, right? So of course, everyone's getting hammered and spammed in one-on-one LinkedIn messages. That doesn't mean they're not effective if done properly. It's the same idea of email. All email marketing's overused, it's ruined. No, it's not. Not if you know how to do it. And so we'll unpack and explore that. But it is, you're absolutely right. And, and here's the analogy I want to use real quick to explain why so many LinkedIn messages fail is you and I, Mike, if we met at a coffee shop, I wouldn't walk up to you, sit down at the table and without even saying my name, say, hi, Michael, I'd like to present you a 15 minute demo of my new software and uh, find a time for you and your team to connect with us. And like, I wouldn't go right into a huge pitch, right? And so, so many one-on-one LinkedIn messages are just trying to marry someone on the first date. They're like, ask me a question, buy me a drink, like, you know, like do something like. Well, and I hate to say it, but people do that at my conference. And when I go to conferences, they come up to me and say, can I demo my software to you? It's like, no, you know, it doesn't work that oh, way. Oh my gosh. And listen, it, again, you forget the person on the other side of that message is a human being. Right. It is a real person who has all their own stuff going on that day. If they were sitting with you face to face across your desk, how would you interact? That's where people have to start with. Right. Okay, cool. So let's introduce at a high level what your strategy is and you've got a cool name for it. And let's just talk about the benefits of it. And then we'll break down the parts a uh, little by little. Yeah. It's called LinkedIn messaging magic. And it's, it's approach I've really refined over a decade plus of doing this. So I've probably sent, gosh, hundreds of thousands of LinkedIn messages, right? For myself and my clients. I mean, going back to 2012, right? So like, it's really been developed over time and making all the mistakes that everyone else has made and finally figuring out after doing this, you know, for decades, what really resonates, what works, testing, tweaking, adjusting. And it's really, you know, about this idea of the other person not feeling spammed, not feeling pitched. And you, the benefit to you, if you're listening and going, well, why would I want to follow this approach? Here's what it's going to do for you. You're going to pre-qualify your prospect. So you're not going to waste time with people that aren't even interested in your service. You're going to get permission and you're going to start things on the right path where the other person feels in control. We know this. And if you do sales, like you want someone to make a decision, you don't want to drag them in. You're also going to demonstrate expertise and value, which sets you apart from your competition, right? And also you're going to keep it friendly conversational, just like you would in a one-on-one engagement, unless you're apparently at Mike's conference and just hammering them to watch your software, but you're going to part ways and, you know, engage in a friendly way. That's the number one thing our clients say to us, Mike, is like, I don't want to be like all the other spammers. I don't want to ruin my personal brand. I don't want to ruin my company brand. I'm nervous about messaging. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like that's the idea is you want to protect your personal brand and you want people to feel like, well, that that was a nice note. Yeah, not for me, but that was nice. And what that does too is it gives you permission to go back. And one of the real secrets with LinkedIn and messaging is play the long game. 
they might not be interested in the topic of message A, but if you do it in the right way, they're not going to block you or get mad at you. You can go back with message B, C, D, E, and F on different topics, by the way, using the same formula, and they may be interested in those and off we go. Well, and I think about the spam method, right, which is to broadcast a bunch of messages, which frankly isn't cheap on LinkedIn, right? To a lot of people, you probably get a conversion rate that's ridiculously low. And this methodology, I would imagine the conversion rates are in the double digits at least, right? I mean, 10, 15, 25%, depending on, have you, have you tracked this with some of your clients? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say if I send, let's say a hundred LinkedIn messages a day, I'm getting between 20 to 40 positive responses. That's pretty, that's pretty darn good, right? It's insane, dude. It's insane because if you back up a step and you use LinkedIn the way it's meant to be used, it's Google for B2B prospects because you can make lists of your exact ideal customer on LinkedIn based on job title, company, role, and you're only talking to those people. So you know I'm talking to healthcare, you know, VP of finance candidates, and there's 100 of them. Well, imagine if you reached out to 100 of them and 30, 20, 30, or 40 of them said, yeah, I'm interested tell me more. Yeah, that's a pretty good ratio. And that's what we're able to do with this approach. Okay. So it's called the LinkedIn messaging magic system. Where do we start? Like, what's the first thing we need to focus on? So I'm going to just explain it at a very high level, what the actual kind of fill in the blank template is. And then we can unpack kind of the four pieces of it. So here's the example. This is the message. And wait, before we do that, should we talk about who we should target first before we actually get into the message? Like, like qualifying people maybe might be worth talking about before we actually get into the crafting of the message. What's your thoughts on that? Because you kind of hinted earlier that, hey, you don't want to just send this to anybody, right? You want to send these to, to quality people. And you hinted a little bit that LinkedIn lets you do that. But I think let's dig a little deeper on that if you're cool with that. Yeah. Another phrase I use all the time with our clients on LinkedIn, the riches are in the niches. The riches are definitely in the niches. So you need to create niche audiences or niche lists of the people that you want to engage with. And then you have to have a, what I call a client-facing profile that speaks to those audiences. And that's another discussion for another time. <laughs> but um, using LinkedIn search, you can find the ideal kind of targeted niche list of people. So for example, say I want to reach business coaches and I want to reach business coaches that are interested in using my services on LinkedIn, right? So what I can do is I can go into LinkedIn's search and use Sales Navigator and I can say, Find me business coaches in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who own their own coaching company, who have been doing it for at least 10 years, and who went to the University of Minnesota. And I can have like a list of 100 of them, and that's the exact ideal person. Now, I can match my messaging, my tone, any icebreakers I put in to know that these are all coaches in Minnesota. They all own their own company. They've all been doing it for a decade. And they all went to the University of Minnesota. Go Gophers, right? So I can, you know, bring in some fun icebreakers. So that's the power of LinkedIn search and targeting is, is getting these ideal people. Real quick question. You said sales navigator. Some people don't know what that is. So explain what that is. It sounds like that's a paid feature in LinkedIn, right? Yeah. So LinkedIn obviously has a free account that you can use and set up. And then sales navigator is an add-on. It's a paid thing. I think it's, you know, as of right now, it's like a hundred dollars a month or something. But what it basically does is it, unlocks all the extra data that you need. So if you do a basic LinkedIn search with a free profile, you're very limited in terms of putting in all the different variables you want at the, the amount of results. Sales Navigator is basically, 
it's like Google search on steroids, right? You can literally make that ideal list like I talked about. So it's like anything else. LinkedIn's collected all the data on almost a billion professionals around the world. If you want the premium level searches and ideal, you know, how many years, all these, you got to pay for it. And obviously it's well worth it, you know, and I don't own stock in LinkedIn. People are always like, why are you always promoting LinkedIn? I'm like, because it works, you know, but it's like anything else, you get what you pay for. And it's it's definitely worth it if you're using LinkedIn for lead generation. It's kind of a must-have add-on for the platform. Now, do the, does LinkedIn have its own built-in CRM, customer relationship management system to make these lists, or do you have to like manually put them in spreadsheets? How do you actually make the list? Do you understand where I'm going with that? Yeah, great question. So they Sales Navigator has some CRM features. They're not fantastic, but you can make lists, you can save lists. You can, you know, add notes on each prospect. Oh. Obviously, it has, it, yeah, it has all the prospects' contact info. So there are some pretty, you know, good features in there. And they also integrate with a lot of the more popular CRMs. I know Salesforce, and there's like all these different, you know, ones that plug into it. I use tools like Zapier to connect to Google Sheets, and then you can just kind of export them into a Google Sheet. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, but even if you just use Basic Sales Navigator, I could make that list of 100 coaches in Minnesota and have all, all of them on one place on LinkedIn. Uh, it would also show me anytime any of them post, change jobs, you know, leave a comment somewhere so that I can go and jump in and have context for a conversation. Hey, I see you just landed a new client according to your status update. Congratulations. So there is a lot of good CRM kind of features in there. And again, it's the idea is LinkedIn is basically wanting to be this assistant of yours that walks around with the clipboard and says, Hey, that's Mike Stelzner over there. He just posted about his event coming up in San Diego this weekend. You might want to like that and mention to Mike that, you know, X, Y, Z. You can do that with, you know, with the built-in features that they have just even in Sales Navigator. Very cool. Okay. So getting back to the messaging magic system, you were about to say something about the the scripts and stuff like that. So go ahead and do whatever you're going to go. Because I, yeah. I, I thought it was worthy to go down this trail because some people who aren't familiar with the sales navigator may not know you can do all this stuff and might do it like with the free thing and it might be a nightmare. And it sounds like the paid thing is totally worth it, right? Yeah. Thank you for backing me up because I, again, I'm such a LinkedIn nerd. I assume everyone uses it 24 hours a day like I do. <laughs> and they don't, right? They're like, oh, there's a paid part. Like, yeah, yeah. totally valid. Um, so, so anyway, you find your list of prospects, you want to send them one-on-one -on -one messages. So basic, here's the kind of the overall script, and then we can break down why it works and what the components are. So you basically say, you know, hey, Mike, curious, are you interested in blank? And blank is a topic. Are you interested in using LinkedIn to get leads? Are you interested in SEO? Are you interested in sales training? Are you interested in leadership tips? Okay. Curious, Mike, are you interested in blank? some sort of benefit or topic they'd be interested in. And then you, the part two, sentence two is, the reason I ask is, and then you insert an, an offer of free content. I have a free uh, book. I have a free demo. I have a free webinar. And then part three is, you say, if you'd like to check it out, just reply yes or thumbs up and I can send it your way. And then part four is, and if you're not interested or whatever, you know, no worries. Hope you have a great day. And it's a very simple kind of four line message. And what it does, part one is you're qualifying the prospect. You're asking a question because why would you want to go down a road of all this one-on-one -on -one messaging talking if Mike replies, no, I'm not interested in leadership tips. Never will be. <laughs> right? Like, Okay, great. You're not a lead. So part one is you ask a question. Are they even interested in your topic? So curious, are you interested in blank? And that's 
some sort of benefit, some sort. And again, if you know your audience, Mike, and you've targeted business coaches, I know a pain point for them is generating leads. They're living off referrals. They're struggling. They're trying to find ways to get new business, have a pipeline. So I'll say to them, curious, are you interested in getting more clients with LinkedIn? And then part two has got to offer value, right? You can't just marry them on the first date and ask for time on the phone or sell to them. So you say, the reason I ask is I put together a new ebook, how coaches can use LinkedIn to get leads. Or the reason I ask is I put together a new webinar. Or the reason I ask is I have a great podcast episode with Michael Stelzner explaining how to be a great leader, how to become well-known. Got it. And then part three is ask permission. If you'd like me to send it over, because I'm not assuming you want me to hammer you with a link, just reply yes, or I do the thumbs up emoji and I can send it over. And then part four is you take off the pressure. And if you're not interested, no worries. It's very simple and it lets people be in control. It, they qualify themselves. They raise their hand. They indicate they want your free content. They tell you yes. They give you permission to send it. And it's friendly. There's no pressure attached. What I'm hearing you say is ask them a question. Well, first of all, I heard you say something along the lines of curious John, right? You're using their name in the script. Yeah, put which their is, name in. Right. Yep. Are you interested in, let's just say, a Web3 and how it could possibly be a big deal for the future of your business? The reason I ask is I happen to have a free course on Social Media Examiner called Web3 for Beginners. You know, if you want to check it out, just thumbs up or reply yes, and I'll send it your way. And if you're not interested in Web3, I totally get it. Have a wonderful day. Something along those lines. I'm, I'm ready. Sign me up, Stelzner. <laughs> Give me that freebie. Give me that freebie. See, but you're qualifying people yeah. that are interested in your topic. Right. And you're presenting value and expertise. You're not pressuring them to get on the phone or get on a call with your team. You're basically saying, because you know, I believe this too, but you built, you literally built your entire platform off this. Content is currency. Right. Content is currency that buys the time, interest, and attention of people. There's a reason you put out so much great content, including this podcast. So you've got to offer them something of value that will demonstrate expertise, help them to get to know, like, and trust you and get them a quick win, get them a solution. So, you know, part one is you're qualifying them. Part two is you're giving some free content. And then part three, right, is you're making it simple to receive it. You're not saying, now go to this page or like, just reply yes and I'll send it over. And can we get into a little ninja trick for that? Do you mind? Okay, hold the ninja trick. I want to ask a question. Right. hi I'm holding back my ninja tactics. Hey, <laughs> You just blew out everybody's ears. <laughs> Sorry, it's totally worth it. So how many messages can we send with Sales Navigator? Is there a limit on how many of these we can do in a month or whatever? So if you are first, and this is a little LinkedIn 101 too for the people that are new to this, but like if you're first level connected, so right, if first thing on LinkedIn, you have to invite someone to connect, they have to accept. Uh, your first degree connections, you can send unlimited messages. You can send 100 messages a day to people, right? The exact same person. If you're second or third degree uh, you have to either, you, there's a few different things. You can do in-mails, which you get like 60 to 75 a month. You pay for those. I see. You can also can do what's called an open profile message, which is a free in-mail. Some people on their LinkedIn profile, you have a button that says, hey, I'm open to anyone wanting to reach out. Anybody can message me. They have an open profile. Those are free. You can message for free anytime, even if you're not connected first degree. How can you tell if they've got that? They have a little orange icon next to them. And it will show up in search. There might be a way to filter it. But if you look at the profile, and there's different tools, obviously, too. We could talk about that collate and sort them. Got it. But yes. You, and also, I should say, 
uh, on their profile, they'll have a message button. You can just message them and it'll be like, this is a free message. Why? They have an open profile. So, and if it's not a free message, it'll ask you if you want to use an email credit. So again, if you've got a thousand first degree people you're already connected to, you can message all of them. You know, if you're doing it manually and you're using this template and you're filling in the first name for each person, you can probably do a hundred people in an hour, you know, uh, if you're copy pasting. And obviously there's tools to help you speed it up. Um, but I would say what we do for clients is we send out two to 300 messages a day. So that's, again, we scale, right? We're going to a large audience because you've got to qualify people, right? You might reach out to 100 and get 20 or 30 yeses, but you still need to reach out to 100 just to see who's even interested, who's replying, who's logged in, who's engaging. Okay, so just to be clear, what I'm hearing you say is that if you have a decent network, you can message everyone in the network, but the second degree and third degree connections, you're going to have to pay using in-mail if you've already used up all your in-mails and you get like 60 to 70 a month. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Unless they happen to have their open profile where you can message them. Is that correct? Yes. And I'll give you a third. This is a little ninja trick, but I won't blow out the ears. I'll just do a quiet hi-ya. Okay. <laughs> it is calm ninja mode. Groups. If you join a LinkedIn group of your ideal prospects. So if ah. I join business coaches, you can message every single group member for free. Wow. Whether you're connected or not. So you can join a LinkedIn group with 10,000 coaches and you can go and click on the member tab and it'll pull up all 10,000. One at a time, you can message, copy, paste, message, copy, paste for free. Okay, cool. So there's lots of ways to get these messages out is what I'm saying. Lots of ways. Okay. So we were talking about the elements of the very basic first message you're sending them and you had this ninja tip. So let's go back. What was that tip? Okay. So here's a great tip that a lot of people miss and what we learned. So let's say Mike offers his free course, right, on Web3. And I reply, yes, or thumbs up. Now, in the past, what you might do is send them to the landing page for the course to fill out their info and, and register. What we do is we want to make people's life simple. They've already given you permission that they want the free course. So on everyone's LinkedIn profile, there's a contact info box and a contact info button. Click on that. 95% of the time, they will have an email listed publicly. Grab the email and drop that into your course registration page, your ebook form, your opt-in page. And then that way you automatically put them into your follow-up sequence of emails, your CRM, whatever it is. And so what we do is if someone says yes, you know, we take the first name, the last name, and the email from their contact info, opt them in within five seconds, and then follow up on LinkedIn and say, hey, fantastic. I just sent a link for the course to your john at linkedinriches.com email. Check there. If you don't see it, let me know and you know we can figure it out. And people love it. Nobody gets mad, Mike, because they said they wanted it and you saved them the step of having to log back into LinkedIn, click on your link, fill out a form. You just did it for them. And so that's a little ninja trick we found that also obviously builds your email list very quickly because people are, and that's why I get 20, 30, 40 email opt-ins just from sending those messages every day. And by the way, you've now moved the conversation off of LinkedIn and into your email funnel, your CRM. You also can pull people's phone numbers and everything else off their LinkedIn contact info page. So I can follow up with you, Mike, and call you in a few days and say, hey, Mike, it's John Nemo. I know we talked on LinkedIn the other day. Just want to follow up with you, make sure you got access to the course. Okay, see what you thought if you had any questions. It's a warm call. It's not a cold call. And so there's all these different ways to create context for conversation off of LinkedIn. Once you get that first yes. Wow, very cool. 
earlier when I was asking about how many messages you could do a day, you alluded that there were some tools, third-party tools, it sounded like. Are there a couple tools that you can mention off the top of your head and what do they do that LinkedIn doesn't do? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, so you can always leverage like people or, you know, tools, right? And so depending on your comfort level with LinkedIn, there's different routes you can go. Now they don't like automation, right? So if you're going to automate and use these third-party tools, that's kind of, you know, that's violating user. Proceed with caution. Proceed okay. with caution. So I probably won't mention any of those. Okay, then let's not let's not go there then. Because last I, thing, I don't want to like tell people to do something. Yeah, let's not go there because the last thing I want to do is get people messaging. Let's me. get Stelzner in trouble. I want you to be, <laughs> you know, I want Microsoft who owns LinkedIn. Their lawyers are coming uh, right now. I thought maybe there was Shutting you down. They're going to rename it. Microsoft marketing world. I figured maybe they had an open API or something like that. Okay. They may. And I will say this, they do plug into, if you buy sales navigator, they do plug into some tools like Salesforce, et cetera. So okay. there are probably some LinkedIn approved integrations, but yes, off the top of my head, we won't go into any of the, that. Okay, cool. Manually, honestly, manually, you can do a hundred in an hour, best 60 minutes of your day. You're reaching out to a hundred of your ideal prospects and getting 20 or 30 mm -hmm. wanting to learn more or talk. So it's, it's a good use of time. Okay. So phase one is once you've identified your list of prospects to go ahead and send them this message that we've just spent a lot of time talking about, which is a simple question, offering value, asking if they're interested and then re relieving pressure. You've kind of already hinted a little bit about phase two with some of this ninja stuff, but let's talk about the follow-up because, you know, if the money's in the mailbox I would imagine the cash is in the follow-up or something. There's got to be there's got to be some sort of uh, metaphor there, right? But the fortune is in the follow-up. There you go. Okay, the good. The fortune is in the follow-up. The money's in the mailbox, but the fortune is in the follow-up. Yeah. Stelzner and me, alliteration is our favorite, right? So we got yes, and and I for the people watching this on YouTube, this is the fortune. Your your phone. Yeah, your iPhone. And here's what I mean. Okay. So somebody says yes, they're interested in Mike's Web 3.0 course. You opt them in, they get the course delivered. Now you can do some really unique personalized follow-up. For those that don't know, LinkedIn's mobile app has all these personalization tools. So I can come in, now that I know Mike's interested or Sally or Joe is interested in my topic and I've delivered the content, it's worth me doing a personalized follow-up. Because again, I reached out to 100, 20 were interested. I can now take a minute or two per person and do a personal follow-up. Real quick question. So if you get 20 that react and 100 that don't react, do you recommend just letting the 100 that don't react go and leave it be? Or do you recommend following up with those as well? Because I just want to be clear. Like, you know, you got 20 of them that said they gave you the thumbs up or they gave you the comment. You got 80 that got nothing. Do you just do nothing with the, the people, the 80? No, I go back to them with a different question, a different topic. Okay. And that that's different than the follow-up. Okay. Got it. Yeah. 20 said yes. 80 said no. I put the 80 that said no on the side and go, well, they weren't interested in this tip, but I'll, I'll try when I have a new event, a new tip, a new piece of content on a different topic. Cause that will often, they'll be like, well, I actually am interested in podcasting tips. Yeah. Send that over. I don't want LinkedIn stuff, but yes, to your point. Exactly. So pivoting back to kind of the fortune and the follow-up. So the people that are saying yes, what you can do is you can open up your LinkedIn mobile app on your phone. You can go into your inbox, pull up the person's name, and within that message, I can send you a personal selfie video. I can send you a personal voice memo. I can do animated GIFs. I can do emojis. You can really put your personality into your content. 
So here's an example template we give our clients, you know, to do. Obviously, the client doing it or we can do it. But say Mike says, yes, he's interested in my book on LinkedIn lead generation tips for coaches. I'm going to send you that, opt you in, follow up on LinkedIn. You're now in my email funnel too. But I'm going to go back on LinkedIn on my mobile app, open up Mike Stelzer and go shoot a little video in my office. Hey, Mike, it's John Nemo. You can see me here in my office. I've got my LinkedIn license plate behind me. I'm all fanatical about it. I just want to put a name with a face. So excited for you to check out the ebook. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. But yeah, just let me know if you have any questions and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. And then you just hit send. 30 seconds. You've used their name. You've talked about them. The other thing you can do, kind of a next level ninja move too, is look at Mike Stelzner's profile and put that into your little selfie video or selfie audio follow-up. Hey, Mike, it's John Nemo. So excited you got the book. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. By the way, dude, I see you live in San Diego. You're the smartest person ever. I'm here in Minnesota. There's 10 feet of snow on the ground. Why do we live here? It's like Hoth from Star Wars. Oh man, hope you're having a great day. Here, look out my window. Send me back a selfie of San Diego just so I can feel bad about myself. You Have some fun. Put some personality in. And then people respond, right? Because it's fun and, and you're a real person. And this is what you would do in a coffee shop, right? This is what you do on a convention floor. You would talk about where they live and ask them questions. And so this is where you now get this personalized one-on-one engagement through your phone. And it takes you 5, 10, 20, 30 seconds per prospect. You know they're already interested in your content. They already are opting in. They're already going to want to read it. Why not put a name of the face through a mobile app? And again, you can knock these out one after another on your phone, have a little thing, be outside, show, hey, I'm over here, I'm my live event this week, so excited. Anyway, I wanted to send you a quick note, I saw your reply, super excited to hear your thoughts. And it works like magic because again, you're talking about someone else's favorite topic on earth, Mike, which is themselves. <laughs> so, you know, Dale Carnegie, I built my whole business off one quote from the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And Dale Carnegie said it back in 1936, and it's more true now, said, your ideal prospect does not care about you. They do not care about me. They care about themselves, morning, noon, and after supper. So the idea is you send this personalized follow-up and you can do it audio, you can do a video selfie, and it goes direct through the LinkedIn mailbox. There's no uploads, there's no shenanigans. It's just like, it's like texting, right? You send your your friend a text and you shoot a quick video and send a photo, uh, an emoji, an animated GIF. Like for example, if I'm waiting for someone to get back to me about the book I sent, I'll send like a funny animated GIF of like someone nervously chewing their nails. And and I'll be like, this is me right now waiting for your thoughts on the book. Right. And and it's just fun. You can put personality in. And I think you don't have to be a gregarious goofball like me. You can be your own self. But as you know, your biggest advantage in the online marketplace right now is you. It's your unique story, personality, communication style. And people need to get to see you and hear you and like you, not only through your content, but that personal touch really goes a long way. Okay. A couple of questions. First of all, how soon do we follow up with them after they have said yes, and you've opted them in? Secondly, talk about the limitations as far as how long we can record audio and video. As far as like how soon to follow up depends on the type of content. If I'm sending you a huge book, right? I'm going to assume it's going to take a while. What we do for clients is we'll do like a Google sheet, right? And we'll track all the follow-up. So I'll I'll have a Google sheet and I'll use Zapier or whatever to export it. And it'll be name of prospect, LinkedIn URL, email we sent it to. And then I'll have columns like, you know, what, what was the free content we sent them? What day we sent it? And then I'll usually follow up within two to three days, depending on what it was. If it's an ebook, I'll follow up. And we have templates we give our clients. And it might be like, hey, Mike, um, just 
check it to see if you had a chance to check out my new ebook or maybe Netflix got in the way, you know, <laughs> like hope you, you know, hope you have a time to check it out, dying to hear your thoughts and put a funny, you know, nervous gif like, hi, here's me waiting. Um, but I would say you follow up within two to three days and then a couple more days, you know, later and we'll, you know, the fortunes in the follow up, you might have to follow up two, three, four, five times. But what's great about it is people will tell you, people will say, oh yeah, thanks. I downloaded it. I'm going to get to it this weekend. So then we'll make a note in the engagement tracking sheet, follow up on Monday. And we'll follow up on Monday with a personal note to them on LinkedIn that says, hey, Mike, I know you said you were going to check out the ebook this weekend. I've been waiting with bated breath. Don't tell me you got sucked into a Netflix series. You know, ha, ha, ha. Like, we'll have fun with it. And people will be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did check it out. I liked it. And then you'll say, great. What did you find most helpful? What resonated? And they'll tell you. And you'll say, oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad that part really resonated. Would it make sense to talk more about your situation? Are you looking for us to help maybe implement that with you? And they'll be like, yeah, okay. And then off we go, right? So that's that's the first part of, you know, the cadence of the follow-up kind of depends on the, the content and how big it is. And then your own comfort level. I mean, I'll follow up until someone gives me a hard no or check back at this date or, you know, just ghosts for infinity, right? Other people will give up too soon. You know, I, I think that's my opinion. But as far as like the limitations, I believe with the videos, it's like you can do one minute or less. And I think the audio is one minute or less. It's designed to be, you know, very quick, very simple, very fast, you know, selfie video, selfie audio, because obviously the file sizes would get big if you did like a 20 minute, you know, monologue. Um, but that's the idea is a quick 20, 30 second, you know, clip of you introducing yourself. Again, use their profile page and look for icebreakers. Hey, I see you went to San Diego State University. Do you still follow the Aztecs? Hey, I see you went to Alabama. How do you think the football team will do? You know, sprinkle in some of that personal stuff because when you do that, again, you're talking about their favorite topic, where they're from, where they went to school. They have volunteering on their profile. You become a person. You do just what you would do in the coffee shop. Well, what do you like away from work? You know, what are you into? Like, oh, okay. You're a fan of that team. I can relate to that. Or you said you list sailing as a hobby. My father-in-law used to take me sailing. You know, like, that's the human part of it. And that's why I love LinkedIn, Mike, is because you can scale yourself instantly from your office, right, to hundreds of people a day and do it in a personal, non-spammy, non-confrontational, non-sleazy way. And you're able to instantly build rapport and build connection and build comfort with prospects through this little device, your phone. And knowing, by the way, all the people you're pouring that personal follow-up into are interested. They're interested in the topic. They want to check out your content. So that's how we're able to move it forward. One of the questions I've got as far as like written word versus audio versus video, have you found one is more effective than the other? Because obviously we started with the written word, right? And then we're following up with this seemingly more personal video and or audio or written word with personal stuff. There's a side of me that's like, man, you could probably have an assistant do it if it was written, but is it more effective to do the audio and the video because nobody seems to do that? What's your, what's your thoughts based on the, so many of these that you've sent? The most powerful thing in the world is to see Mike Stelzer on video using my name. You know, Dale Carnegie talked about the sweetest sound on all of earth is the sound of your own name. There's something, I remember, especially people with like your platform or people that are, you know, well-established, there's something about, wow, he said my name. He's talking about me. This is a real video. It's not a deep fake. So right, 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 when right. you're deciding whether to do audio, video, or to your point, Mike, having an assistant 
look at their profile, throw in a couple icebreakers and write a message, which we do for our client, right? Here's what I would say. Cherry pick the best candidates. And, and if you have limited time, you don't have to do a selfie video for all 20 people that said yes. Pick the five that look the most appealing on paper based on their profile page, the size of their business, and do it for them. Have your assistant written message the other 15. What, what I find is, of course, the more personalized video works best, saying your name, et cetera, than audio, just because it's like this. Think about this too. How often do you get an audio or video message on LinkedIn? Almost never. So it stands out still, right? Nobody's doing this on a regular basis. So your prospect's getting like, whoa, why, why is there an audio drop from Mike Stelzner? Why is there a video of thumbnail of Mike pointing at me? Like, I'm going to open this. I'm curious. This is different. This isn't like the stream of written messages. So audio and video still stand out from the crowd on LinkedIn messaging. I would just say cherry pick the best leads based on what you see on their profile and how likely you think they would be a great get and do it for them. And then the other people who don't look as ideal you know, qualify your leads, score your leads and be like, that's still worth having my assistant, you know, John, go in, look at their profile, look at where they live and, and put in a line about the weather in Detroit along with the follow-up, you know, and it still works either way. What about um, mutual contacts? Is it worth it to say, hey, I noticed that uh, we're both connected to Jane XYZ, right? And isn't she amazing or something? Is that worth talking about or is that not necessarily as important as the other stuff like where they went to college and stuff like that? Yeah, I don't think it's as effective. What I have found trying that is a lot of times people have such big networks and they've connected with so many random people, they don't know Jane right? or they're not close. So you have to kind of do a little homework and be like, how do they know her? I don't think it's as effective a use of time. You can certainly try it right? and you can be like, hey, I don't know. I see we're both connected to Jane. Do you know her well? She's a former client because that would be a good play, right? If if it seemed like there. But yeah, you have to kind of test it a little bit. You kind of mentioned that there is some sort of a tracking and follow-up kind of system that you have. Maybe you could just, if there's anything, any tips on far as far as like how to track all this stuff, because I would imagine if you're sending a lot of these every day, it can get really, you can get confused. Yes. Yes. So what we do, we have a very simple system. So I, my assistant can do it for me. Obviously you just go into your LinkedIn inbox every single day, filter by unread, and you'll have 50 or 70 unread messages. Some people will say, no, thanks. Some people will say, yes. Some people will say, I'd love to see it. Some people will say, not interested. Obviously, the ones that say not interested, whatever, you just reply, hey, no worries. Thanks for letting me know. People that say yes, what we do is you open their profile in a new tab, and then you just copy paste the name, the profile URL, and the email, if you can find it on the contact info, into a Google Sheet. And then we have a, a template set up in Google Sheets with columns of, you know, we have a drop down menu in Google Sheets of which thing did they say yes to? Was it this ebook, this webinar, this video? You choose that from the drop down. And again, if you're a Google Sheets nerd, you know how to do all this. And then you just have a column like, what date did you send it to them on? And then you have like follow up one, two, three, four. And then we just put in the dates of when we do the follow up. So I know if on February 9th you said yes and I delivered the content. February 11th, I'm going to look at it and sort the data and go, oh, we haven't followed up. Let's do a personal note. And then basically we have a comment box of like, notice they're from Detroit and went to school at you know Michigan. And then that way you can pop in just like a CRM notes on a prospect. And so that's how we track it. It's very simple. It takes you 10, 20 seconds per person to add to your spreadsheet. And then that way too, you play the long game. You can just go across and be like, when did I last touch base with them? Where did we leave off? You know, and that, that's a simple way for us, at least, to track it on Google Sheets. 
Very, very cool. John, thank you so much, first of all, for answering all my questions and and revealing the details of your LinkedIn messaging magic system. It's my hope that a lot of people listening right now are going to give it a shot. If they want to learn more about you and the services that you offer, where do you want to send them? And also, if you have a preferred social platform, I'm guessing it's LinkedIn. <laughs> How can they find you? Yes. So if you go on LinkedIn, it's just John Nemo, J-O-H-N, and then Nemo, like finding Nemo, like the fish. John Nemo on LinkedIn, connect with me there. I want to give away all of this. So I'm going to give away the messaging magic formula, the templates, our highest performing scripts, walkthroughs of the Google Sheets, all of that. I'm going to put it all together, ebooks at nemomediagroup.com forward slash SME. So nemomediagroup.com forward slash SME for Social Media Examiner. And I'm going to have all these free resources based on what we talked about on the show today. So you can get a deeper dive. You can grab some of the templates. You can watch some walkthrough videos. It'll all be in one place for you. Thank you so much, John Nemo. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insights with us. It's my hope that a lot of people are going to try this and message you and me and say, wow, this really worked. Really appreciate your time today, John. Thanks for having me. Hey, if you missed anything, we took all the notes over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 553. If you're new to the show, be sure to follow us. If you've been a longtime listener, would you let your friends know about this show? I'm at Stelzner on Instagram and at Mike underscore Stelzner on Twitter. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.